Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Football Podcast. I'm Tony Kerr with Gareth Leprevo. Hi, Tony. And having spoken about them on just about every episode of this show so far, uh, I'm delighted to say we're joined today by Bristol City's Alex Scott and Brighton & Hove Albion's Mayor Letizia. Guys, welcome to the pod. Thank you for having Thank us. You. So good to see you here. Um, before we speak about your myriad of achievements and milestones this season, um, let's start with St Martins, a club, of course, very close to both of your hearts. Uh, Saints sealed the FNB Premier League title this week beating Bells in midweek to be crowned champions before being presented with the trophy after Saturday's game with Alderney. Uh, here's what coach Leon Meekin and captain Chris Lanuri told us after Wednesday's game which saw them move out of reach of rivals Rovers to clinch the title. A little bit different this time compared to two years ago. Um, slightly more competitive league I think this year so uh, with, with no GFC playing this season more players in the league I think it was much more competitive, a lot more difficult to win. So we're, we're obviously delighted that we've, we've sewn it up with a couple of games to go. We, we knew that the league was really competitive, like Meek said, um, but we had a strong team. We had Ben Coulter back, which made a massive difference for us. Don back playing really well. So sort of as we went through the season, we got stronger and stronger. We're, we all know each other really well. The old, older lads obviously we've played together for years and we've sort of incorporated the younger lads and, and we got on really, really well as a team. We're really fit, we're strong, we're powerful. So it makes a, makes a huge difference when we play. We've got FA Cup semi-final against Manza, Jeremy Cup final against Rovers, so we can't rest on our laurels. We're going to have to keep that intensity and tempo up for the, the last five games, potentially, um, that we've still got left, but we want to win everything. Guys, you're at both Saints games this week. Uh, just how nice was it for you guys to be back there and, and seeing them clinch the title? When they played against Bells, it was like just completely outplayed them, um, kind of showing why they're worthwhile champions, so... Yeah, it was really nice, and then obviously the ordinary game was a bit scrappy in the first half, but once we got the goal in, it was it was sound like, um, yeah, they kind of outplayed ordinary as well. So that's probably that's what they've been doing all season. It's hopefully we could get down to a few more games, but um, we couldn't. So yeah, it was really nice to get down to those two. Yeah, fantastic. And Alex, uh, I know you were there Wednesday night, four uh, 0 win over Bells, and it was a fantastic goal to finish off with. Uh, a beautiful team move. What did you make of that? Yeah, obviously it was a good goal. You know, all the goals I think were good. Louis' first one was a good finish. But yeah, it was just good to be back, really. See familiar faces. Um, and Saturday again for the uh, for the trophy lift, you know. It was enjoyable, me and Maya, sort of where it started for both of us. So yeah, it was good to be back there. Yeah, as you say, you know, sort of standing on the sidelines there, when you think of where you both are now and kind of yeah, where your journey's taken you, um, is that quite surreal? Yeah, I think so. Um, you can see some of the boys that, that have been from when they were probably like four years old and then they've gone and won the Prio. So yeah, it was nice to see all of all of them. There's quite a few of them playing as well and getting good minutes, so that's really good. But yeah, obviously for me and I, like, we've been playing in the same team like growing up. So yeah, it's really nice to kind of um, see all the boys kind of lift the, lift the title and just to be there was really nice as well. Let's talk about some of the stuff that you guys have been up to then over the last few months because it has been, uh, it's been a, a brilliant time for you both. Uh, I mean, Alex, let me start with you because it, it's been a, a whirlwind really for you. Um, signing a contract, making a debut, uh, being called up to the England under-18 squad. Um, I mean, has it sunk in yet exactly kind of, you know, where you've been over these last few yeah, years? Yeah, no, nah, not really. I sort of don't tend to think about it like that. I just look to next season from now. But yeah, this year's been crazy, starting off with the pro contract. Um, I didn't expect it when I come back after Christmas to be playing even with the first team. You know, I, I was involved from maybe February and from there I was on the bench a few times. And then I got my chance at the end of the season for a few games. 
Um, and then with England as well, that just came out of nowhere. Obviously, May has been playing for England for a few years, so I sort of know what it's like and what you have to do to be playing for England. But yeah, it was an enjoyable experience for me. Yeah, did she offer to show you around St George's Park? Do the tour? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Just Let's start with England, as you mentioned it. You know, what was it like joining up with, with those players and, and being a part of the setup? Yeah, it was crazy. You know, even like you see on Instagram and stuff, all these big players, especially for our own ages, we sort of know the best players in the country anyway, like Liam Delap, um, Carney for Villa. They've both played like first team this season. But yeah, it was a crazy experience for me. Um, I thought I f like I fit in well. Um, I was surprised that I was a bit nervous going into the first session. But once you do that, the first session's over. Like you know, you're you're in there with the team and stuff. And yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah, as you say, for you, yeah, you you, you know, you know about these players. Um, were you a bit more of an unknown for, for for those guys? Probably, yeah. Being at Bristol City and stuff, they maybe weren't so sure about me. I think I was probably only one of a couple that weren't at Premier League clubs. But still, they took to me so well and they were so nice to me and made me feel so welcome in the group, which was really good. Fantastic. And obviously, yeah, you, you got on the pitch and, and, and made a bit of an impact. Could have perhaps scored. Probably should have scored. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, probably should have scored that. But I had a free kick chance as well. But, you know, just to put on the England shirt, it was an honour for me. Yeah, and, you know, obviously, um, you know, sort of being trusted as well to, to be on set pieces um, in that setup, uh, you must have done something to impress in training. Yeah, well, at England and Bristol City, sort of the first time I got there for England, they show like little clips of the, the new players that are coming in and he sort of made it clear to everyone there that look out for him, he's going to be on free kicks and corners and everything. And then at Bristol City, you know, I, I practised them in training quite a bit and they've seen that and given me the trust to be on corners and free kicks, which, yeah, I'm grateful for because, yeah, it's something I practice with Mayer as well for the past few years, just playing at home and going down to Footslane or whatever. I practice free kicks quite a lot. Yeah, wonderful. I mean, Mayer, what do you make of Alex's rapid progress over the last few months? Yeah, it's been great um, just to be able to watch Al kind of make his way to the first team at Bristol and then obviously to get the England call-up was, was fantastic. I think he fully deserves it, um, especially all the training that he does and kind of the journey he's been on has been great. Um, it just shows that it's not always like a, it's not always gonna be a positive journey and it's not always gonna go the right way. But as, as he's shown, you can kind of break down whatever barriers and just, you can still make it from whatever knockbacks and setbacks that you get. So yeah, it's been great to, to see him do so well. Yeah, and you know, given how close you guys are, how much you've, you know, you've worked together on the football field and, and the amount of time you spend together off it as well. You know, how, how proud were you to see him, you know, get, get those, reach those milestones, that contract, that debut. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Like, I knew he was going to be able to do it and he's, I'm sure he's going to achieve much bigger things as well. So, yeah, it's just, just another step. Um, and it's good just for, for all the boys and girls back home, obviously over here, to see that we can, we can do stuff. And I think we're just kind of leading the way with that and hopefully more players can follow in our footsteps. But, yeah, I'm sure he'll achieve much bigger things as well. We'll come back to Alex in a minute and talk about you know life in Bristol and and being part of that setup there for you, Mayor. You know you're coming off the back of a, a fantastic season at, at Brighton, sixth place finish, um, which is a yeah serious improvement on the last couple of years that, that you've been there. Uh, how satisfied are you both with your own kind of personal you know efforts this season and but that of the team as well? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, to finish in the top half of the WSL, it's it's a big achievement for for us, um, especially obviously the past couple of seasons we haven't quite 
reach that level. So to be able to challenge against kind of the big teams and to get results from them has been great. Um, we just need to work on the consistency so we kind of finish higher next season. But yeah, for me, for me it's been great. Um, I wasn't expecting to play as much, but you know, hopes put her trust in me to to kind of go out and deliver, and I feel like I've I've held my own and I've done a good job. So um, yeah, I just need to continue with that really. Um, Hopefully, also, as I said, next season we can kind of achieve bigger things and finish higher up. But, um, yeah, it's been great for the squad as well to get our highest ever finish. Um, and, you know, to beat the likes of Chelsea and United is it just is just great for, for a really good season. So, yeah, hopefully we can we can improve and go again next season. And you popped up with your first goal as well. Uh, I mean... Uh, the, you enjoyed you, that one. Yeah, <laughs> you, looked, you looked like you were going to burst out your skin. <laughs> I know. It was, it's, it's been a long time coming. Um I hadn't, to be honest, I hadn't had too many chances um, this season. I had, a, I had one against Villa from from quite far out, but I think that was more of a hit and hope. But this time, it kind of it, it felt felt nasty for me. And I just, you know, volleyed it in. But I think I had a bit of luck. You know, it went through someone's legs on the line as well. So it was nice, yeah. And it was, to be fair, it was quite an important important game for us. You know, we wanted to finish sixth and we needed to win that game um, or or to get a point, but. Obviously, our, our aim goal to go into the games is to win all the games, and obviously Bristol were fighting for their lives. They needed to win to stay out of of the relegation. But um, yeah, I think I got it in like the seventh minute or something, so it kind of settled us down early, and yeah, I went on to win the game, so it was nice. Can I ask, do you, who do you support when May is playing against Bristol City, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. But I, I support Brighton, of course. I have to for, for May. Um, just going back to that, Bristol City, actually beat you in the season. Um, and I hate to say this, but you were playing Chelsea the next week and we in our sports department didn't give you much chance. I mean, what brought that turnaround against Chelsea? Yeah, you know, that Bristol result, it was it was awful, to be honest. Um, we, had, we had a couple of games before that, we, we were completely out of form and had no confidence at all. Um, but yeah, so after the Bristol game, obviously, we got back and we had a lot of meetings and a lot of kind of player meetings just to kind of iron things out I suppose um, and just to kind of put our standards back in back in place and to perform at a high standard and what, what we should be performing at because it wasn't good enough beforehand um, and then yeah obviously getting into the Chelsea game you know it's, we couldn't have had a harder game after that Bristol game to kind of go in and try and put performance in but yeah we performed well and um, that just made us get the result but that was, it was a complete turning point in our season that Bristol game um, yeah we needed to show a lot of character and desire to kind of pick up all these little things that we weren't doing um, and yeah just put on some professional performance and kind of put on the performances that we've been doing in training but kind of not putting on the pitch but yeah from that Chelsea game it's complete turning point and I think we either won four or five on the bounce we've never done that um, as a club as well so yeah we were just kind of breaking down breaking down the barriers and just yeah I think we were we, we were the only team to, to beat Chelsea this season so yeah that was nice but yeah, it was, <laughs> to be fair, I don't, we obviously wanted to, we go into every game trying to win the game, but, you know, when you're playing against Chelsea, you've got all of these, you know, senior internationals, you've won World Cups and stuff, you're thinking, I'm not sure about this, but it just shows you that whatever your team is, like if you work together and, and work hard for each other, then you can kind of beat anyone. Yeah, incredible. Uh, you, know, you, you, you mentioned uh, you know, the internationals on show. I mean, there's been some serious players arriving in this league over the last couple of years, you included. It's obviously a, a, you know, it's a, a league that's going from strength to strength. So for you to establish yourself um, you know, in the first team, be, be playing regularly and, and you know, matching yourself up against these players, it must be pretty special. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool to be honest. Sometimes even when I'm going on the pitch now, I'm thinking, I can't believe I'm playing against you. I've been watching you on TV and stuff at World Cups, but yeah, it's it's a dream come true really just to play against these players and to test myself, see where I'm at and where I can improve. Um, but yeah, like the players coming in, like they, they say it's the best league in the world. So to be playing week in, week out in the best league in the world is only going to help my development and hopefully I can do better things in the future as well. Who have you relished playing against most this season? You know, you look at like the top top three, top four clubs and like there's so many good players, like there's probably not there's not one player which I'm thinking, wow, like I can't believe I'm playing against you but you know, all of the England England internationals and even all of the US USA players who have just come back from winning World Cups and stuff, it's just it's incredible. Like I remember playing against United and then they kind of Tobin Heath came on from the side and I was like I can't believe you're a sub or whatever <laughs> here we go I got Mark Hugh for about 20 minutes but yeah like there's so many good players and just uh yeah as I said before to test myself against against them is really good what's your approach when you yeah when you come up against you know a player of, of that quality that experience do you, you know, as a youngster still do you kind of you're looking to sort of make your mark quite early yeah I love it I love playing against these kind of players this is what you want to do um but yeah, I just take it in my stride. I mean, when I'm playing against these players, I've got nothing to lose. Like, there's no pressure on me at all. So just go into the game and, and perform to the best I can. You know, in my 1v1s, keep the ball, um, find the passes. So, yeah, you know, it's just you prepare the same every game. So it's, it doesn't really matter who we're playing against. We just try and do our job and then, yeah, see where it goes. But it's been going well for me recently yeah you could definitely say that you you, you appeared on that goal next gen list uh, which have put you amongst the most promising young players uh, in the world uh, you know a massive kind of uh, global publication uh, yeah have you had a sort of a few more people kind of coming up to you and uh, you know sort of you know your reputation is now kind of preceding you when you you turn up at places it, yeah it's it's incredible to be honest like I wasn't expecting it at all like I had no idea and then we were away to Villa, I think, and our, our media team came over and was like, oh, you've won this. I was like, oh, is it? I was like, oh, yeah. That's cool, I don't really know what it is, but that's Sam. <laughs> Just go and play the game. And uh, and then, yeah, they were like, yeah, like, it's quite a big thing. I was like, oh, we'll, we'll see, like, when it gets announced and that. And then, yeah, it turns out it was pretty big, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like all the girls at Brighton, they always joke around with me saying, like, oh, one of the top 10 on my shot. But no, nah, it's good, to be fair. It's really nice. And yeah, it's kind of good to, to be recognised like that. And yeah, Alex, I saw you, you appeared on a, a quite big Instagram account uh, over the weekend. For, for both of you, is it quite surreal seeing, you know, because obviously the connection that, that you as young players will have with supporters via social media and then just with the kind of football world. Is it quite surreal to be appearing in those kind of circles? Yeah, definitely. You know, like that Instagram page, like all the young players know what it is and they know what it's about. And then to be approached by them saying they want me to go on there and do one of their Q&As, it's like a mad experience for me. Um, and it just shows like what crazy things can happen in the space of like four or five months. So even like a year, like, a year and a half ago, I was just playing for Guernsey and playing locally. Um, and now I'm playing for Bristol City in the Championship, played for England. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to next season and hopefully progressing myself. And as young players, do you read much you know, online? Do you, do you follow the comments? I mean, you know, obviously you've been appearing uh, you know, all over Bristol City's Twitter feed in, in you know, recent weeks and months. And I saw one of the comments from someone, you know, obviously that, that, you know, it's been a tough season for Bristol City. And you know, there's, there's clearly the fans are putting a bit of hope in, in, in you and the other young players to, to kind of 
you know, to take things forward. I think you know, one person replied, Iniesta's idol was, I think, the description of you. Uh, what's it like to read that kind of stuff? Yeah, you try not to read any of it, really, because, you know, you're, you're taught when you go into a club like that not to read the good stuff, not to read the bad stuff, because it can affect you, definitely. But, yeah, to be compared to Iniesta is <laughs> a bit crazy. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it was a disappointing end to the season for us. Um, we know we weren't good enough. The fans definitely wouldn't have been happy with us. The club wouldn't be happy with us. But next year we've got to show what we can do because we know we're good enough as a squad. We've got a great manager in, great chairman. So, yeah, we've just got to show what we can do next year. And the playoffs is definitely the aim for us. But, yeah, we're looking forward to, to going again in pre-season. Yeah, and you, you've sort of come along with a, a couple of other youngsters as well. I know there's some, some more young players got first contracts this week. Is that nice for you and is that a help to you that you're, you're sort of not alone in coming into, you know, this kind of um, this first team situation that actually there's a, there's a few of you trying to make your way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It motivates all of us, you know. Well, for me, I've only been there for, like I say, a year and a bit, but all these boys, they've been playing together for years, training together through the 18s, 23s and now... We're training with the first team and yeah, a few of them have been handed contracts this last week um, and yeah, their debuts at the end of the season. But yeah, it, it just motivates us all really, training with each other every day and playing with the, the older players. They're a big help to us as well. But yeah, like I said, we're looking forward to next season and, and to go again. Um, after your full debut, Alex, um, your manager, Nigel Pearson, actually mentioned the fact that you played some senior football with Guernsey FC and he sort of mentioned how beneficial that seemed to you. I mean, did you feel that going out into the championship, having played some senior football with Guernsey? Yeah, definitely. You know, the men's side of the game is much more physical. You've got to be way more clever. And I think I sh- that showed in the Brentford game and the games I've come on. You've got to be a lot smarter with what you do. Um, for me personally, you know, Mayor probably says I dive as well. That's what I say to them. Um, like for me as well, I'm not the strongest player. I'm more of like a skinny technical player. So I have to use my body um, like in, the, in a clever way and, and win free kicks and stuff. But yeah, I, I do get a bit of stick for it. <laughs> Mayor, what's your verdict? Diver. <laughs> nah, to be fair, to be fair, like... You see all the all the players in the Premier, you know, using their body, and it's just kind of getting like little advantages. Um, it's 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 very clever, um, but you know, as a defender, when attackers do that, it's very annoying. But yeah, it's just it's clever to be fair. And he does it really well, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, the the way you play the game, I think. Um, yeah, it, it obviously, it's, it's quite exciting to watch when you you were sort of thrown into that that first team setup, thrown into you know your your, your first games. Um, were you given the sort of freedom to, to to play how you want? Pretty much, yeah. So that's that's the main thing for me. You know, being given that faith by the manager, he just tells you to just show what you can do. Really, he says you're in the squad for what you can do and what you can't. So I sort of take that on the chin and try and show what I'm capable of. And you just got to play it as if it's an under 18 game and under 23 game. Because at the end of the day, it's the same thing with just better players. But yeah, you've got to show what you can do. For me personally, dribbling, creating chances, things like that. That's that's what my game's about. Um, obviously against Brentford, that's tough because they're such a good team as we saw the other day against Bournemouth. Um, but yeah, you've just got to go out there, be proud to wear the shirt and, yeah, and do things that you know you're good at. And hopefully, yeah, you can get your chance again. Are there, are there players in that um, that Bristol squad that, that you sort of you're coming in, you, you looked at and thought, actually, you know, that's that's the way I need to be, and and uh, have been a big help to you? Yeah. So Casey Palmer's probably one of the the big ones that I look at. We play very similar style of, of football, 
and yeah, he's good with all the youngsters. He's not so old himself, so he's quite young, and he's been through the Chelsea academy, so he knows what it's like to be a young player coming through. Um, but yeah, he's probably the main one. There's a few others that are. Antoine Semenya is another one. He's young as well and he's been through the academy. So he knows what it's like being a young player and getting your chance at a young age. So yeah, I look up to them and they're very good with us youngsters. And I think, you know, one thing that certainly impressed me about, about you know, what you've been able to do over the last year is you know, going away just before the pandemic. And um, yeah, that must have... I don't know, it must be a very unsettling time. Well, it was a very unsettling time for everyone, of course. But um, but for you, kind of making your first steps, you know, it wasn't, wasn't long into your, your, your stay there. Uh, how tough was that as a, as a spell to get through? Yeah, it was tough. You know, I was there for, I think, about three months. And then I was home for five months. So I'd only been there for three months um, properly. And then I went back in August and it was sort of like, that's where it started for me, really. Um, but yeah, I progressed well then. Um, to start, it was just to be playing 18s football. And then pretty quickly I went into the 23s and I was a regular in the 23s. And then coming into this year, I was just expecting to finish off the season with the 23s and win the league with them. But in, like I said, March, February, I got my chance with the first team to train. And then it was sort of about just staying up with them. And that's what the 23s coaches said. They said, we don't want you coming back down here. We want you to be up there with the first team. <laughs> stay away, yeah, stay away. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, yeah. so it was just staying up with the first team and I, I did that impressed um, in training and then obviously the manager got sacked and then Nigel came in so it was sort of like it just restarted again there and you've got to show Nigel what, what you can do and I'm guessing I impressed him to, to warrant a few games at the end of the season. And I know you guys worked together quite closely last summer uh, especially you didn't, you didn't have many, uh, you know, many other people to, to kind of challenge you and uh, and focus on during lockdown and stuff. Uh, May, how, how much sort of did you see you know, firsthand how much he was progressing, Alex, from, from going away, you know, at the start of last year and then, you know, to, to, to where he was when he headed back in August? Yeah, a lot. I know, you know, I think you can tell when you go to England, you've got to be fitter and stronger and uh, make better decisions mainly. But, you know, it's, it's important to do all the basics and get the brilliant basics in so you can just get out on the pitch and do it. So we did a lot of like 1v1s and... As, as I've said, all set pieces and stuff. And obviously we had the running as well. And um, yeah, you can you can just see that when you play in the English game, it's much more physical. So um, yeah, I could def definitely tell that you got fitter and he's always been good on the ball. So that wasn't an issue, but um, yeah, just kind of like polish up on things. That, that was probably the main thing. Is it a bit surreal sort of during this pandemic time to be playing in a stadium like Ashton Gate um, with it empty? It must be really strange. You, you, you probably still, the biggest crowd you played in front of is probably still Foots Lane. <laughs> so it must be very strange. Yeah. <laughs> it is strange. I'm guess it's probably worse for more of the senior players who have played against, uh, in front of big crowds. Like for me, it's just like playing any ordinary game. That may have helped or may not have helped for me personally because a young player, obviously you want to be playing in front of the crowds, but that could be too much for you, yeah. pressure-wise. So yeah, um, playing for Guernsey in front of a thousand fans or whatever, that was like you don't really hear it to be honest like you try and just block it out and just play your game but yeah it'd be, be nice to have the fans back next year and hopefully yeah we can put on some good performances for them yeah, it must give you quite a lot of confidence knowing yeah that you've kind of had that experience sort of almost behind closed doors effectively and then yeah you'll know what it's about when you come out to uh to kind of thousands of screaming fans yeah let me put you on the spot. <laughs> I don't want to fatter each other, but Alex, what's the, the bit of Mayer's game that you find the most impressive? What, what really catches your eye and stands out? Um, I'd probably say her leadership. You know, even from young, she's always been like the captain of the team. Um, and being a girl, it probably wasn't, uh, wasn't easy for her. 
uh, when she was growing up, playing with all the boys. I know she took it in her stride well. Um, and she said a few times that on her first session, her dad said, you can just sit out or whatever, but she wanted to be playing. <laughs> and obviously looking at her now, she's, in my opinion, one of the, the main players in the WSL and for Brighton. And yeah, playing for England, I've seen her throughout the, throughout the few years that she's been there. And yeah, I'm just proud of her really. You know, she's a big inspiration for all young people in Guernsey, boys and girls. Um, and that's the level everyone wants to be at. Yeah, man, that, that, the background that you've got, you know, playing with boys up to you know, a, a reasonable age, uh, how different is that to, to your kind of contemporaries, you know, as young players that you're, you're kind of matching yourself up against in England? Um, yeah, I think, I think that's probably what's put me kind of um, further ahead of most uh, kind of players my age in England. Because um, obviously, like we've been playing f- football with all the boys, and like the physicality is is so different. Like I was playing with like eighteen year olds before I went over to England. Um, so like the physicality of the game wasn't wasn't any different for me back back in England playing against the seniors. So yeah, you know that I think that put me kind of um, a bit ahead. But um, you know you got to move the ball quick when you're when you're playing with the boys as well because you know challenges get flying in, and and that's really good. I think. They've never been kind of easy on me, which is which is like the main thing that yeah, I'd never ever want that. Um, I just want to want to kind of be one of them and just you know play the game, just play football. So I love it when when kind of flying challenges coming on me because I'm thinking like yeah, like we're in a game. So yeah, definitely I think it's it has been it has definitely put me ahead because um, there's not many players my age. I don't think there's yeah there's like hardly any players my age playing in WSL regularly. Um, and yeah, I think just coming from like a different background has has kind of given me more kind of depth in in my game. And um, yeah, I probably see that was probably the main thing that can put me further ahead of everyone else. Is that the the way that you'd advise you know, other young girls who, who you know in the island or elsewhere who are ambitious like you? To that's that's probably the best you know the yeah, best yeah. Kind of upbringing you can have. Yeah, definitely. Just go and play football with the boys. It's like you get so much out of it rather than playing. Um, with the girls that are your age, just just because of how it is. Um, but yeah, I, I tell I tell all, like all the young players like go and play on the boys' side or go and play against the boys because you're gonna get so much out of it rather than kind of being in your comfort zone. You want to get out of your comfort zone because that's what it's gonna be like in the future. Like I'm never in my comfort zone when I'm playing against all of these players, and I've, but I've been used to it, so I kind of can just take it in my stride. Yeah, you know, as we said, obviously, you know, you guys have, have achieved a, an awful lot this season. It's been a real, you know, a real season of progress. How do you take things forward? Is it just about kind of, you know, you know, starting to like really grind it out week in week? I mean, that's what you're doing. But, you know, next season, what are the targets? Um, yeah, I think obviously going into pre-season, it's, it's a great way to kind of get your foundation into to kind of build a bit better base um, going into the season. Because from that, you can achieve much better things like if you're in good shape and you're playing well I've got confidence so yeah obviously as a team like for Brighton we want to finish higher than than sixth and for me I just want to keep pushing and working and playing week in week out um you know I've played every every game this season so I want to be be able to do that again um and hopefully you know we're still in the FA Cup so got the FA Cup quarterfinals when we get back um, so yeah, just uh, push on in, in the cup, and hopefully, you know, you never you never know you get to Wembley, um, which is which would become a dream come true. But um, yeah, we'll see. But we still got quarters and stuff. So and that, and then obviously the league, and just playing regularly, and hopefully, yeah, with England and stuff, we can kind of push on with that. Yeah, you mentioned England there. Obviously, you've been involved in age group setups for a few years now. Uh, is there a goal, a tournament that you're kind of you're eyeing up? Um, I wouldn't say a tournament really, but you know, with our 19s, Euros got cancelled because of COVID and stuff. So um, 
yeah, that's the kind of the youth England is, is kind of being put on hold and I think that's probably finished now unless they bring back the 21s, which I'm not sure if they will. Um, so yeah, the next one will be the seniors. So, you know, if I keep on working hard and performing week in, week out, then hopefully in the next couple of years, then, you know, you never know I could get um, a senior call-up. But yeah, for England, that's the that's aim to get a senior call-up. But I think I still need to improve on lots of parts of my game for that to, to kind of happen. But yeah, that's probably the aim for, for England. Fantastic. And uh, just finally, obviously, you're back for a couple of weeks now in Guernsey. Uh, yeah, what, what does the summer look like for you? What are you, what are you most looking forward to doing while you're back? Um, I'm waiting for the summer currently. <laughs> um, but yeah, just chill out with my friends, see family. I've been doing that for the past week or whatever. Um, and yeah, just enjoy, enjoy my time off, really. Obviously, keep, um, keep a good fitness. Um, I'll be starting running this week. The programme we've been sent over starts Wednesday. And then, yeah, back to work for pre-season in a few weeks. I was going to ask Mayor one more question. Now we yeah, pretty much, we're pretty much at the end here because <laughs> we got through a whole interview, and I want to know what it's like to not being asked. What uh, are you a relation of Matt Lucas yet? <laughs> it's the first time you've probably not been asked that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, my mum and dad they watch it on the FA player um, or on the TV, whatever whatever channel it's on, and they say like, "How long does it take the commentators to say that I'm not related to Matt?" But um, yeah, I think I've seen on Twitter as well, like people are doing bingos, like the commentator, <laughs> whatever minute they're going to say that I'm not related to Matt. But yeah, you know, it's, it's always going to happen, to be fair. If someone else is like, I've probably asked them the same question. So yeah, 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 it just, yeah. it's just a bit annoying sometimes, but yeah, it is what it is. It's when I opened the Telegraph Swalk page and you were, there was an interview with you and the yeah. very first point was, she's not related yeah. to Matt Lassister, yeah. yeah. Is that a point? <laughs> I think you need to get a t-shirt with that on. Yeah. Just, just, uh, yeah, you don't even need to mention it. And of course, Alex, I mean, you've got, you've got a sort of a similar situation because you're not the first Alex Scott to play for yeah. Bristol oh, City. God. That's going to follow you uh -huh. around for a while. Yeah, I see it on Twitter a lot about, um, I get tagged and stuff on Instagram, but she's done, thinking it's her, but they're tagging me instead of her. But. Yeah, no, nah, it's not a bad player to be um, sort of in the same conversation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, well, uh, yeah, two T-shirts and I'm, yeah, I'm a different Alex Scott and, yeah, I'm not related to Matt. Uh, guys, thanks so much for sparing some time. It really is, uh, yeah, awesome to, to catch up. No worries. Cool, thank, thank you very much. Well, that's uh, just about it from us today. Uh, Gareth, I mean, yeah, great to hear from those guys. It is actually, when you sort of just stop and think about it, it's quite amazing what they've, what they've both managed to achieve in such a short space of time. It is, yeah. I mean, um, Maya's obviously been away from the island for uh, two or three years now, so we, we've always known about her potential and what she's achieved in the game. I still find it quite surreal that it wasn't more than about 18 months ago I was watching Alex Scott wander out for GFC and now he's playing in the in the championship for a, for a club who are, who've got very lofty ambitions of getting to the Premier League. But um, it's great to see how they've progressed, both of them. Well, let's leave it there. Uh, just a quick word about the Premier League. So there's a couple more games to come this weekend, uh, including a, you know, a, potentially quite a decisive one when it comes to Weeway placings. Yeah, Sylvans are hosting Rovers on Saturday and um, Sylvans are currently level on points points with Bells but Bells are in third on goal difference so if Sylvans can take anything from their game with Rovers on Saturday they'll go into the top three and take um, the final wee-way spot. And a couple of cup finals to come as well of course uh, the Jeremy at the start of June and then the, well, the, the still the Guernsey FA Cup to play out two semi-finals of course and then um, the finals to come so we'll be following all the action there um, with a couple more of these Guernsey Press football podcasts before the end of the season we'll also round up what's been happening in the other divisions and I think Rob's been working on his Prio team of the year so watch out for that one um, let's leave it there Gareth thanks very much uh, we'll see you next time cheers Tony